What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Welcome to Food Fitness Family. Big Daddy Blankenship with the food back in me, feeling good. Mr. Beautiful GQ, beach model, whatever you want to call him, Marcus. How are you today? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. It, you you mentioned it, that you got food back in you, and you can definitely yeah. tell. I love it. Love yeah, it. Love I it. Don't feeling, seem dead. I am feeling fat today, so... We will go there, but your bright pearly whites, you know, they make me feel better. So wish, I wish. Uh how was your seven days, stuff, man? man? Seven days are pretty solid. Um, what do we record on? We recorded on last Friday. Last Friday. Just trying to think what about what's yeah. what's all happened between then. Chiefs. Um, it was the only time I talked about the Chiefs leading into the weekend, and we just played like dog dog trash. It was awful. Hopefully, this coming Sunday is gonna be a little bit better with that. Um, aside from that though. It was a good weekend. I can't even think about what we did. Then we binge watched that uh, Wednesday. Oh, so good. Oh, oh my. have you watched it all yet? Dude, I'm obsessed with it. My entire so IG good. reels is just that dance. And I just, I got to watch it. Oh, yeah. She did crush the dance. Yeah. Uh, only eight and episodes. And, yeah. Bullshit. I want, uh, give me 20 episodes. Well, I mean, you know, they're going to have another season. Of yeah, course. Tim, Tim Burton now crushed it. Now we got to wait at least a year. Yeah. Tim Burton crushed yeah. it. She's hot. She crushed it. I mean, it, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely grew on you throughout the throughout the eight episodes. It was good stuff. Have you ever watched that uh, Sabrina on on Netflix? It's like the, no. Okay, I got it. it's it's similar. It's very very similar. Okay. We we like and there's like three seasons to it. I don't I haven't okay. heard as many people talking about it, but we if you like Wednesday, I feel like it's very similar. In yeah, a lot of ways, I, but I did watch the original Adams Family last night. I'm going to watch the Adams Family Values, okay. I think tonight. So nice, nice. I haven't watched any of those. I knew what Wednesday was from, but uh, no. Aside from that, though. Uh, chill weekend um again i can't really think about a whole lot grandma uh nicole did lose her grandma i didn't say that on the last podcast i knew before we recorded it but just wanted her to kind of have her space to be able to say that so we have the funeral on friday so that's obviously been tough you know spending yeah, sorry about that like yeah that. it's all right um definitely i mean a, a big big loss of, of hers has been really tough but uh just happy i can kind of be there through with it um but aside from that though you know, that was a tough thing, but um, everything else is going well. Had a couple of client consult calls. Um, really, it seems like a lot of people, they're just ready to start after Christmas or after New Year's. And that makes sense. I mean, we're two or three weeks away yeah. from those things. Why add that onto your plate during the hecticness of the next few weeks? You know, I'm, I'm big on not, not waiting, especially if it's like November time. But if we're two weeks away, let's just go ahead and get started after New Year. Uh, clean, clean slate. So I'm excited to get those guys going. Um, Heck yeah. That, Everything's going good. Training's been going great. Um, just started a little mini cut that we've kind of talked about uh, for for Olympia. Just just really like eight day cut essentially. To yeah. Pull pull You're off a little bit. Lean, so pull off a little excess weight. Uh, the past really just water. Been, yeah. Well, the past like week and a half, like really since Thanksgiving, I've been uh, lazy with tracking my macros, which is not like me. Um, and really, my food has been fairly consistent, but like I've allowed myself like more freedom with it without actually tracking. So I know I've been over, um, you know, my water has been under a little bit more than usual. Digestion has been off a little bit in the mornings and it all makes sense. You know, it's, it's one domino yeah. after another. So once I locked in, I added avocado into to my diet plan this week as well, on top of psyllium husk and some other things and everything has been smooth. I oh. feel, feel so much better just two or three days locked back in. But anyway, enough about me. How was your seven days? Dude, I had a crazy seven days, lots of ups and downs, but more, way more ups and downs. Um, I left, let's see. Yeah, we recorded Friday. I left Friday afternoon. I went to Arkansas for the weekend, uh, visited my buddy Tyler, who owns Rough House Refurbished. If you guys need equipment, uh, definitely hit him up on Instagram. 
tell them that Caleb sent you. Um, I got to see the whole ins and outs, how they work. Uh, I crashed on his couch all weekend, got the VIP treatment. You know what I mean? He bought all my meals. Nice. Uh, I got to, I got to train in his gym, which is really sick. And then, um, we really went down to talk about equipment, but man, we just had so much fun hanging out that we didn't talk about equipment until God, I don't know, like Saturday at midnight when I left at like Sunday, like 8am. So, you know, it was nice, man. We got to really bro out. We had never really met, just talked a lot over the phone and, and we're a lot alike and it's, it's nice to see. And, you know, we, we Friday and Saturday night, I think we stayed up till like midnight, one o'clock, just having some crown and uh diet mountain dew crown apple and diet mountain dew it was really good yeah i yeah, just had some yeah. drinks and just talked business life when was the last time you drank a little bit uh well last monday at the game but at like, the game yeah but i i just had a couple um but yeah other than that may yeah so yeah. my and my digestion's thrown off a little bit from the travel the drinking and stuff like that but man it was great to really like make that connection mm-hmm. um especially business wise you don't I feel like a lot of times you don't meet a lot of like great people when you do business. So yeah. that I really enjoyed that. Uh, got home. Yeah. I got a, brought a new stairmaster for the gym. Uh, one of my buddies was helping me unload it, tore his bicep. So I felt awful. Um, but he's getting surgery next week. You know, I signed up a new client on my way back from Arkansas. I got, I think I have three consults lined up for next week. Um, yeah, man. So you know, just cranking it. The house cleaners came today. I know super bougie, but we have them come in once a month uh, and just kind of deep clean it. Just, it's just nice. You know what I mean? It takes, of course, takes takes stress off of Tatiana, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm dirty. Max is dirty. So (laughs) well, it's it's nice because they're usually going to, they're going to do a deeper clean than, than what you and I would go do. Yeah. hundred percent. I'll hit the surface, but not go super deep. Yeah. It's worth the money. And then Tatiana's dad flies into town tomorrow with his wife and he has two more kids um so we're gonna be with them all weekend so how how old are they oh uh five and four oh nice they're right around my age yeah cool cool that'll be fun then how long is he in town for till monday there you go yeah so we'll have a long weekend um i think we're gonna take them out to union station go to science city for the kids oh nice yeah they'll love that christmas lights uh polar express is going to be playing at AMC Saturday. So we're going to go see that. Yeah. It should be a good weekend, man. So good. Good. But uh, good. yeah, good. let's, uh, let's get into our topic. So we're going to talk about setting new year's resolutions and how to follow through. Uh, I think we all have set a res- resolution at one point in our lives and just train wreck fire crash within the first week of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's good to set good goals attainable goals maybe some goals that aren't attainable but they're so far-fetched that even if you don't get it done you you still did something good um and, and kind of going from there so uh you want me to start or you want to go well i, I said a, a, a question that we didn't talk about prior to hopping on here but uh i just thought it'd be interesting do you have any resolutions that you've set before that you failed on because i mean most people fail a lot of their new year's resolutions for one reason or another have you ever set one that you didn't stick to I'm sure that everybody has. Uh, yeah, I think I had one where I wanted to lose weight. You know what I mean? Get shredded. And I didn't do that. I had one this year. I had a goal to save a certain amount of money. Uh, I'm not going to say the amount because it's really no one's business. Yeah. Uh, it was a very lofty amount. Yeah. And I I don't want to say I, I hit 50% because with the gym opening, I I spent it all. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I hit about 50 
percent of it, which mm-hmm. is still a pretty substantial amount. So I, I, I was very happy with that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think we've all done it, man. Yeah. My uh, last year, maybe it was the year before that. I don't read books. I listen to a lot more audiobooks and podcasts and things like that. I love the idea of reading. I love sitting down to actually read when I actually choose to, which is few and far between. Definitely not a, not enough to read a book a month, which was what my goal was, just to read a book a month. And uh, then I quickly turned that into, all right, I'm going to try to listen to an audiobook a month. And uh, uh, that helped. I mean, I was able to do that. So I think last... I think that was this year. And so I think I ended up getting through like seven or eight books, including the audiobooks, maybe only finished actually reading one or two of them. Um, the long flights of Europe helped me knock out some Bro, of those. Bro, my resolution would have been like one book this year. That and honestly, so I should have. I should have yeah. said I should have said six. It was like I have I don't even think I ever finished a book like in in high school that we were supposed to read. I would skim through, get enough information out of it that I could, you know, BS the the test or whatever the case was. One time I did a book report on Harry Potter, the movie. Of course. Because I didn't everybody, everybody did that. Yeah. <laughs> elementary school or, or early middle school. I was definitely yeah. doing that. Um, yeah, definitely. But okay, cool. So talking about New Year's resolutions. Um, so, you know, start start off. Obviously, we just start off with that. But, um, you know, I think it's I think it's important that we set clear goals and attainable goals. Like you said, we want to set stretch goals. We want to have some lofty ones on there as well that ho- hopefully our attainable goals kind of feed into to move us into that. Uh, but, you know, setting something that you can actually reach that's feasible reading 12 books for myself when I have never really read more than one or two actually complete books without skipping a piece of it. Um, that wasn't a really attainable goal for myself. I don't think. Yeah. I would say that's pretty lofty, but I mean, you did read or listen to a couple. Um, but like you said, that, that was for reading. So I think a lot of people, they get so caught up on New Year's resolutions that they have to be fitness based. And that's not really the thing. They can be, they can, you can lose weight, you can gain weight, you can step on stage. Um, But let's look at some of the others, like reading the books, saving money. Mm -hmm. What if it's setting clear emotional boundaries and not letting people, not letting people walk all over you or be their soundboard or, you know, a lot of people like to take other people's problems and make them their own. Yeah. Um, so I think we can use resolutions to be a very good self-improvement, mm-hmm. but it can be mental. It can be physical. It can be financial um, it can be relationships, relationship wise. You know, yeah. I'm going to do this for my wife or this mm-hmm. for my husband. Um, you know, last year, I think also mine was like, or two years ago, I wanted to get a Tundra. That was like my dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but I think when it comes down to that, we need to figure out what you want to do and you need to figure out the reason behind it. And then you need to try to set a plan of action because if you just go into it blindly, it's just going to fail. You know what I mean? If I, if I go in and I try to get ready for a show without a plan, it's going to fail. If I go to the bank and I try to get a loan without a plan, I'm going to fail. So what are you going to do to set yourself up to succeed or at least come damn close. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 We, we need, we need to have actionable steps to it. So, you know, anytime I'm setting a goal, whether it's, you know, a five-year goal or in this situation, maybe a one-year goal, whatever the case is, I look at, okay, where do I want to be at in 12 months? And then where do I need to be at in six months to be able to be there in 12 months and then continue working backwards where I need to be at in three months. And what do I need to be doing day one come new year's? Ideally, what, what could I be doing now to pave the way for a smoother start come January anyway, uh, and start doing some of that, some of that work. Um, 
So again, what are the clear actionable steps? Now, this is this is like what I know you and I do with our clients whenever we onboard them is that, okay, here's our goal, whether it's a short-term goal, long-term goal, let's work back and let's think about what are the daily actions that we can do that need to be aligned with that. I also yep. like to look at goals as like, I want to be this type of person. What does this type of person do? You know, and then what are they doing on a consistent basis? And that's what I need to try to emulate or try to fit, you know, figure out how to merge that into kind of my lifestyle so I can live that sustainably. Hundred percent, yeah. And I, what you know, one of my favorite stats that I ever read is people who start their resolution before January are seventy five percent more likely to to follow through because you're you're not procrastinating. You're getting started. Mm-hmm. You're not binging out for a week and a half and then oh, oh yeah. January one, I'm going to be different. They start saving yeah. money. They start cutting the toxic people out of their lives to live, be happier. They start taking on other people's problems. You know, that that shit's huge. And the sooner you yeah. start, the better you're going to be with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also think that people kind of sometimes will just kind of pull out resolutions that just make sense. That sound good. Maybe they've heard before. And I think something that's that, that people should do more of is what has made you more sad this year? What is, what have, what have you spent mm-hmm. more time stressed about or focused on that's maybe a negative in your life. Like you said, it could be relationships, could be your mental health. It could be anything. Um, I think that's, I think that is why fitness is generally a big one though, is because people are not happy with their energy. They're, they're not confident, um, in what they're doing. They're not happy about their daily actions. They might be happy doing those actions, like in the middle of binge watching eight hours of Netflix. It feels good. We all, we all enjoy doing that. Um, but ultimately the next day, if we haven't been doing anything positive for ourselves, we feel bad about that. And so yep. I think that's why, and that is why a lot of people go more towards the health route is because that is something that's on people's mind a whole, whole lot. And yeah. honestly, it, sh- it should be, we don't want it to be in today's uh, world. It needs to be. Yeah, exactly. We don't want it to be debilitating or debilitating. We don't want this to, to creep in, really mess up our, our mental health. But it will if we're not taking care of of, of ourselves and we're not filling our cup with positive things. We constantly are doing negative things that again feel good in the moment, but don't feel good tomorrow. They don't feel good in a week from now. We're not happy about what we've been doing. Yeah, and just I mean, you need to just look yourself in the mirror and really just are your excuses bullshit? Are they are they good? You know what I mean? Are are they feasible? Yeah. Because you ever you ever notice the people that don't have time to work out always have the best Netflix show suggestions? Oh. They're so quick with those. They're so quick. Oh, I don't have time for this. I'm like, oh, I was thinking about, have you watched this show? Have you watched this yeah. show? Have you watched this show? Yeah. Seems like you watch a lot of TV. So I, I you probably have the time to do this. Probably the time, yeah. Um, uh, go, go ahead. You're good. Oh, no, I was going to say, uh, I think another thing that that is smart, and this is this is what, you know, I should do with the reading, the book type of thing. But instead of, you know, saying, um, you know, starting with those bigger things, let's start smaller. So okay, we want to lose X amount of weight. We want to just make fitness part of our life. We want to eat healthier foods and stuff like that. We don't need to go all the way, all, all or nothing. And that's, I think, the reason why people burn out by February or by March is because we think we have to get to the gym five or six times a week. We have to never eat sugar or carbs or let's cut out bread completely from our, our life and let's just go, again, all or nothing in this situation and toss everything out the window and just focus on this stuff. Well, that that doesn't work with what you've been doing. And now you're being so restrictive that you're going to burn out at some point because there's no yeah. freedom with it. So I think if you're starting at zero and you've been doing zero workouts every week for the past couple of months, don't go into a thing. I'm going to hit the gym five days a week. Cause even if you show up five days a week, you're going to be so damn sore that you can't yeah. make it the fifth day. And then you're nah. like, well, my goal was five. I only got four. I might as well just say I'll do zero next week. So start, 
easier than that. Don't, don't start with five days a week. Don't start with, with I'm going to be perfect on my diet and never eat sugar the next two months is let's just start making gradual cuts from it. You know, if you're used to drinking three pops a day, maybe don't go to zero on January 1st. Now, some people, their mind maybe change those three pops to diet. Exactly. Just, just change that one. Um, Maybe cut it down to two. What you know? Again, just small incremental things, and those are your actionable steps. That you know, if you do that for the first month, if you just gradually take away just a little bit, or you gradually add a little bit onto it, once you get to February, like okay, damn, I actually I, I stuck to those goals, and that's that's fulfilling, and you feel confident about yourself. Your self efficacy efficacy goes way up because you know that you set these goals, even if they were small goals, you crushed every single one of them because they were attainable. And then we can add on to it. So now going from two workouts a week to three workouts a week, isn't that big of a stretch because you've been doing it consistently for a month. Yep. Now I, th- I think those are great. And, you know, I, I think that kind of covers the whole fitness thing. So if we're looking at something like, let's say that you have a financial goal. Now I'm not a financial wizard here guys, but like some of the best things that you could do is my sister did the $5 challenge where every time you pay with cash and you get a $5 back, you get a five back. It doesn't matter if it, you get, if your change is 20 bucks and you get all fives, if your change is seven bucks and you get one five, you know what I mean? You put it in a shoebox or a jar and you don't touch it until the end of the year. I think she did that dude. She had like almost a thousand dollars. I mean, it was wild. It was something crazy. And if you Um, don't use cash, you can always use, uh, I've seen that acorn app or acorns app or whatever. Yeah. The acorns app. All it like if if you, if you spend five 55, then the other 45 cents go straight into, you know, it's invested or whatever the cases are into savings account, whatever it looks like. Yeah. Or if you budget and you know that let's say you have uh, $500 left over for the month is like free money. Okay. Well, let's start with like putting maybe a hundred to $150 of that back or 50% of it back. Those little small things add up. Like I remember when Holly was working for me full time, when I first hired a trainer, I was paying her 50% of her sessions, which is a decent rate. So, but I would just count the money I made off of her as like part of my income and then shutdown happened. And now we were fine during the shutdown. We were very blessed to be in a position that, that we were okay. But then we started buying equipment and putting back money for the gym because that's we opened the first gym in 2020 and, and I was like, son of a bitch. Like when I looked back on it, if I would have started taking my half of her salary that I made from her by giving her clients and using the name and the insurance and all that, I would have already had every for how much it costs us to open the gym, I would have had all of that already saved. Mm. And it just made me realize how stupid I was with my money. Yeah. yeah. And it it pissed me off. And ever since then, I've looked at it differently. I know. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's good that you could be reflective of it though. And then yeah. make that adjustment. That's the other key with all this stuff is just being reflective on it. Um, you know, so I think that's definitely important. So, you know, the, the kind of the next thing is, and you kind of touch on this, but we haven't really dove into it is, is recognizing the why, like, why is this important to me that I reach this goal? Um, you know, how will my life be improved by reaching this goal? How will my life suffer if I don't reach this goal? You know, what will happen if I don't reach this goal? And really answering those questions. And I think, you know, um, I think it's important to actually write this stuff down as well and be more thoughtful, almost kind of journal some of this stuff. Um, You know, I keep Excel sheets and what I do every single year and I look forward to it. So probably right after Christmas, uh, before New Year's, I'm going to sit down and I create a spreadsheet and I do, you know, January, I just say columns up January all the way through, or yeah, all the way through December. And then on the left-hand side, I'll write down what my goals are. And so some things are like, 
Um, you know, I've got a friend group from, from high school and college that I want to see them once a month. And so that I put that on there that every single month. And then I like being able to go on there at the end of each month when I go do my budgeting and stuff for the month is be like, okay, I was able to do this or, oh shit, we didn't get together. Let's try to do that next month. I do the same thing for my parents. You know, I want to get together with them at least once a month for a dinner or, or breakfast or a movie or just something, some sort of quality time like that, that even though I would like to do it more often than that, if I can only do it once a month, I'm very, very stoked with that. Um, and then same thing with the budget, you know, situation. Like I want to have X amount saved by uh, the end of the year. So what do I need to do, you know, leading up to that stuff to, to be able to do that? So I like kind of setting that out. And I look at that um, really, like I said, at the end of every single month, I try to go reflect on that stuff. Some of that stuff, it might not be able to cross off till the very, very end of the year. Some of that stuff I can cross off kind of every single month type of situation. Um so I like doing that. And then again, I do that in all realms. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about my, my family, thinking about friends. I'm thinking about financial, thinking about health and fitness. You know, I'll put on there, I want to do a show this year. Okay. So that's going to be on there. And that's going to be a goal that, that I try to reach and, and, and crush. Um, so I think that's all really important, but also understanding that, that why are these things important to me to be able to do this? You know, seeing my family once a month, that's important to me because life is short and, and you don't know what next week is going to hold. You don't know what tomorrow is going to hold. So taking advantage of those times and being grateful of, uh, grateful for them. And then everything else, you know, especially if we're coming back to health and fitness, it's why is, is losing 30 pounds important to you? What, what are, what's going to be better about your life by dropping that 30 pounds. And more importantly, the habits that it takes to build or to lose that 30 pounds. Why are those habits going to make me feel better? You know, I'm getting out in the sunlight and walking every day. That's helped me lose that weight, but also, it's helping with, you know, putting me in parasympathetic mode and it's allowing me to be less stressed. No, I like it. I think, I think we've kind of hammered home like the fitness thing. I, I to me, one of the most important, uh, I guess, resolutions someone can make without telling you to what to do is taking stock of everything in your life. The people, your social media, think of, think of your life as real estate. What the people in your life who is adding value to your real estate and who is subtracting value from your real estate, or think of it as a as a bank account, who is adding to your account and who's taking away from your account? Mm -hmm. So who are you spending the most on and who's depositing the most for you? And as a, there's one thing I learned in life that as you achieve new new highs in life or whatever it may be, you kind of have to level up your life in all aspects. So there are some people who I still am friends with but not at the level I used to be. And it's because I needed to kind of, I didn't need to distance myself, but I just couldn't talk to them because they didn't understand what I was going through. And it was just unrealistic. They, there was no way around it. So who is adding value to your life and who is taking away value? Who is making you happy and who is constantly stressing you out? It could be family members. It could be friends. It could be anybody, but you know, some of those friends you, you need to cut ties with, are you married and your best, one of your best friends for 15 years is single and, and they just want to party every weekend. They're constantly trying to get you to come out. Like that's, I'm, I'm not saying they're a bad person, but that's someone who's eventually going to cause issues in your relationship. And, and you need mm -hmm. to realize that is someone constantly talking down to you, belittling you. Are they constantly taking from you and they only contact you when they need something? It's just a drag, you know what I mean? And it's like, is something on your Instagram or your Facebook constantly pissing you off when you read it or see it? 
unfollow them, unfriend them, you know, like only follow the shit that makes you happy. And I, I, that's probably like my biggest piece of advice to someone. When I started doing that, dude, my life got so much easier. Mm. You know, I have my circle and that's my circle, you know, and, and other than that, I don't need your friendship and I don't need that mean to anybody, Mm -hmm. but if you're not going to add value to my life and I don't mean that by like, you can only talk to me if you're going to give me stuff. That's not what I mean. Yeah. But like, it's a, a reciprocating friendship where I can come to you for stuff and you can come to me for stuff. Mm-hmm. That's value. Yeah. You know what I mean? We've all had those friends that they just take and take and take and take and yeah. take. And it's like, they give nothing in return. Why are you friends with them? It's just, yeah. Yeah. it just makes you unhappy in the long run. You know it what does. I'm saying? It, it does. And I th- and then that's really hard for people to kind of cut that out of their life. But I think it's very, very important too, because the longer you, you the longer you stay in those relationships or those friendships, the longer you're going to feel trapped in those and the longer you're, and, and then, then it's going to be even harder to walk away. Just like with any yeah. other changes, the longer you stay with it, the, the harder it is to kind of walk away. And it's not that uh, you don't like the person. It's just, no, yeah, it's making your life harder. Like do you, and, have, and it, do you have one friend that you and your spouse constantly fight about okay, well, let's take an objective look. Is your spouse right? Do they have merit to what they're arguing? Or are they just being a controlling dick? Like, yeah, there's yeah. differences there. You know what there I'm saying? There, yeah, there definitely is. And it doesn't mean you have to completely cut them out from your life, but it's just prioritizing them less, not letting yeah. them affect your energy, affect your day. If it's convenient, fantastic. Uh, but, you know, I, I like that. I like that mindset. And that's not necessarily a New Year's resolution. That's just, you know, taking taking account for kind of where your life is and the people yeah, yeah. in it and that the energies that you're surrounding yourself with. And is that helping you move in a direction that you mm-hmm. want to get to, or is that holding you back and pulling you back? Yeah. I mean, I've seen firsthand where the a couple's been together for like eight years and then a friend comes to town and an old friend and they move to town. And the next thing you know, like the whole dynamic changes and there yeah. now the relationship is toxic and yeah, they're breaking up within six months. Okay. The only thing that has changed is this friend. So yeah. maybe you should cut the friend out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. That's well, why, I like I'm, cutting, I like that's why I'm cutting Marcus from my life. Ah, damn it. Can, we at, least do, can we at least do these podcast calls? Yeah. Nicole's always trying to touch me. So I'm like, I don't want to No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I saw Nicole the other day and I didn't, I didn't, when we recorded and I didn't know the, the grandma thing had happened or maybe it was oh, yeah. like the day before. And I was like, Hey, yeah. how are you? Yeah. She's like, I'm good. And she looked at me and I was like, well, I would hug you, but last time I hugged you, you cried. So <laughs> I'm just going to say, I hope everything's okay. And I walked away. That's, that's <laughs> hilarious. That's hilarious. Cause she probably would have cried at that point as well. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. She was definitely on I, the verge of it. I think I told you, like I, I gave her a hug, like probably like, I don't know, it was like a month and a half ago. And so, I yeah. forget what had happened, but she started like crying. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I was just trying to make you feel better. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was going on. I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna say, hey, I hope you're okay, and I'm gonna walk away because I don't yeah. want to make you cry. Yeah, good call. Because then, yeah, whatever you were doing, you would have to stop for about 20 minutes to to hear about it, which isn't yeah. a bad thing. But which I uh, would have been more than happy to. Of do course, of course, I didn't want her to put us through it. That's funny though. I think she was able to talk to Holly about it a little bit that day though. So that that was good for her to kind of get a dump dump some of that on there as well. Um, but honestly, since you brought that up though, is that and not, not even in the case of her losing her grandma, that definitely makes sense. Uh, but some people, they just want to dump on you all of their life issues and their stresses and their problems, but then they might not be there for you when you need to do that, when you need to voice those concerns, or maybe they just see your hangout sesh as a time to just dump on you and unload on you. Now you've got to, you've got to digest that energy. They feel better because they were able to dump, but now you're constantly having to go 
go handle their stresses. And that's, that's not, that's not a two-way relationship either. And they're using no. you and they're, they're sucking your own energy yep. and it's taking away from your happiness when that's happening as well. Um, and so you need, you need a, a better balance with that. Um, so if you have a person like that, that is just constant negativity, negativity, and more importantly, if they're doing something about whatever their struggles are, then fantastic. Then you can be the support them. But if they just want to continue to complain about the same shit they've been complaining about and do nothing to fix it. And I think that's one of my biggest pet peeves with really anybody uh, is if you're having these issues with it, stop, stop complaining until you're ready to actually make a change with it. I don't want to hear about it for six months. If your stomach hurts or if you're tired or whatever the case is, like do something to change it. Um, Otherwise I don't, I don't want to hear about it. I'm here to give you solutions. Now let's go, put those solutions to work. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think we've all had those clients that like, you know, your in-person clients that your entire session for like six months in a row, they just complain about their spouse. And it's like, yeah. what are you doing to fix it? Are you, have you talked to them? No. Communicating. Or yeah. I'm not losing weight. Well, are you following your plan? No. Yeah. Okay. Then shut up. Yeah. You, yeah. you have no room to complain. There, there's a, there's a reason to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have a client and I always give him shit, but, um, I train him three days a week and he's like, I want to be jacked. I want to be big. Do I look smaller? Do I look bigger? And like always get him shit. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Dave, you don't follow a diet. And I'm like, don't complain to me. Is he going to listen to this? No, I don't. I I told him I, I would talk about him. There you go. Girl. But I was, I'm, I'll tell him to his face. I'm like, don't complain yeah. to me yeah. that you feel fat yeah. when you had chimichangas and pizza all weekend. Yeah, dude. And I'm going to put you on blast on the podcast. Yeah, I put him on blast to his face. I give him all I, know, the time. I love that. I love that. Like, he'll be like, do I look small? I'm like, yeah. Oh, but I, I mean, he to, came to, back to that point, him. though, to that point, you've got all these goals, though, and then you're constantly working against these goals. Yeah. So I don't want to hear about these if if you're going to continue the same behavior that's that's allowed or that's keeping you from reaching those. Yeah. No, nope. you got to be. We're there for our clients, but sometimes our clients need to help themselves. And that's, that's the same thing when, you know, relationships and girls try to fix guys, which is mostly the the case. Yeah. Um, you don't, don't ever see a guy try, really trying to fix a girl, I feel like, unless I don't, I, don't I, so. I used to work with a guy that tried to save all the strippers. Um, <laughs> that was exhilarating. That's a, that's a uh, those stories. Approach, but right? you can't make someone change. They have to want to change for themselves. True. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm a completely different person. I'm sure you're different from when you and Nicole met. We changed mm-hmm. because we wanted to be who we are now for them. Yeah. yeah. They have to be ready to change themselves. I can't make you shove you know, fruit and chicken and rice and beef in your mouth, you have to be ready to do it. I can't yep. take the spoon of chimichanga out of your mouth. You have to be ready to do it. I, yep. you know, it's just, yep. that's really what it is. One, 100%, 100%. Um, yeah, friends. So set some clear attainable goals, maybe set some lofty goals on top of those, but um, re- reflect on where you're at now and what's actually feasible. What could you actually do the first week of January and that you can 100% know that you're going to execute and start there. And if you do bonus work, if you get in a third workout, even though you only said two, fantastic. If you save an extra $50, even though you said you're only save 100, whatever the case is, then fantastic. That's a bonus $50 that you saved or whatever the case is. Start small and then gradually progress, progressive overload to get there. Yeah, friends. I feel like we we're Mr. Rogers there for a second. I liked it a little bit, a little bit. Marcus, you were just the nicest person I've ever met. And I am such a dude. And that's why we met so well. I don't think so. I don't think yeah. you, you got to give yourself some credit. Well, anyway, friends, we also wanted to keep this a shorter podcast for you. So, so yes, well, like, it. subscribe, tell a friend, share yeah, it out. 
definitely subscribe. Have those auto downloads on so Monday morning on your yes. drive to work or doing your morning cardio, whatever it is that you're doing on Monday mornings, it's already on your phone and ready to Yes. Go. DM us. Tell us we're stupid. Tell us we're annoying. Tell us yes. what you want to hear. Tell Marcus he's ugly so his head isn't so big. Tell me I'm do, fat. So do I'll tell us. Do tell us what some you know some different topics that you guys want to hear about as well though. Yes. Uh, if you're listening, we we want to we want to please you and we want to talk about the things that's on your mind as well. So uh, help us out with that, and we'll help you out with whatever it is that you need. Let's go, friends. All right. Caleb, Bye, have a bro. great rest of the week. Everybody that's listening, have a fantastic yeah, start what to is, your week. Week. What is it? Is today Wednesday? Today today's Wednesday. Oh, we're here at least on Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys crushed the week uh, last week before Christmas. So get your shopping done. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let us know how we can help in any way, shape, or form, whether that be relationship, food, fitness, family. We're exactly. here. All of it. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. All right. I will talk to you later. Everybody else have a good night. All right, week. bro. Have a good night. Bye.